Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Amen. 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 He is worthy. He is worthy of all of our worship. You know, oftentimes we, uh, we love to commercialize Christmas. We love to have Christmas trains and Santa Claus and snow and all of that, Christmas cookies and cocoa. And that's all fine and good. But it's really about Christmas is really about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That this lowly child, he came from heaven. He, he stepped down out of heaven, came into a a barn in a, a, a stable and he was born uh, and, and lived this pretty normal actually maybe even less than normal life just just you know below average life as a kind of a peasant and then 30 years he 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 just lived among us and then those last three years he did ministry and he taught and he he preached and then those last moments he gave of his life that's the story of Christmas that's what it's really all about amen and we celebrate that today whether you're in the room and I'm so glad that each and every one of you chose to be here or those of you that are online thank you for being here at our 1035 service will you pray with me as we uh, continue in this service oh God we we do say all hail King Jesus we thank you oh God for who you are that you're good that you love us that you that you died for us while we were still sinners Christ died for us thank you for the sacrifice for, for selfish people just like me. God, I just pray that in this season and even in this moment right now that we would be present in this place, that you would speak to hearts, that you would just call us to what it is that you want to do in us and through us. Thank you, oh God, for this season. May we never forget what it's all about, the real reason for the season, the birth of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. amen. Praise God. Let's give our uh, worship team, our tech team, one more round of applause Stephanie this is Stephanie Santos I knew her when she was Gutierrez so her husband wants to kill me because I always say Gutierrez but Stephanie Santos is our, our worship leader she's been our worship leader for the last few years give her one round of applause because this is her first one alright you may be seated find your seat this morning and uh, let me read a text to you and then uh, we'll, we'll get into a short message today. It says in Isaiah chapter 9, it says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. This is not a, a little light, not just a, a, an average light. This is a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, that's a description of not just darkness, but deep darkness, a light has dawned. That's Isaiah chapter 9. And then verse 6, it says, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father and the prince of peace man i'm so thankful that we have a god that lives out each and every one of those names then in the new testament in luke's gospel luke depicts the story of the the nativity and the birth of christ with this in luke chapter 2 verse 8 it says and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night 
it was just the night shift for the shepherds. They were average, ordinary guys, not doing anything significant or special. They were just shepherds. And they worked the night shift, then the day shift, then the night shift, then the day shift. That's all they did is watch sheep. But on this particular night, it says, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And I'm imagining, and I love our, our, our depiction of a ballet ballerina angel, but I'm imagining that this, this angel, the angel that appeared to the shepherd that caused him to be so afraid, was this magnificent 10-foot winged creature, right? This mighty, powerful, like you almost dropped dead looking at him, afraid for your life. Angel, an angel appeared to him, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. There's this great light that happens. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The scripture continues that for today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Amen. That's why we celebrate today. That's why we remember today all these things that, that God is doing and what he has done for us with the birth of his son, Jesus Christ. Today I want to, um, I want to start with a, a little bit of a, a story telling, taking, taking you back last weekend to where I was. I wasn't here last weekend, for those of you that didn't know that. If you're new to Renew, I'm glad you're here if this is your first time. But if you've been here for a while, you know I wasn't here. Last weekend I was, I was away with my family. And not just my immediate family, not just my wife and my two daughters, Emily and Macy, but my extended, my whole family, my mom and my three brothers and their, their, their wives and their kids. In fact, I think we have a photo here. We were all together there in uh, Central America, in Belize, Central America. That is 33 of the 35-pound family gathered together. Isn't that crazy? That They caught me when I wasn't smiling. I, I really am a happy person normally, but uh, for whatever reason, they took the picture. It's hard to get everybody at once, right? You know, but uh, we were in Belize last weekend. The 33 of us were together to lay my dad's ashes to rest in Belize. And in the San Jose, San Jose village, in, a, in a, this little village up on top of this, this hill in this, this tiny uh, village in a small district in the southern part of the country of Belize. This is a place where there's no stoplights, barely even a road. It's a dirt road. And, and um, we then had to walk up like 200 yards up a hill in the rain uh, to this little cemetery overlooking the village and the surrounding countryside. I think we have a photo of that as well. And this is where we laid our dad's um, ashes to rest there in the, in the southern part of Toledo and San Jose village in Belize. You see, we buried my dad's remains in Belize because his heart was already there. That's where his heart was from some 49 years ago. He and my mom, they drove through Mexico with three boys under the age of five to be missionaries. I wasn't one of those. I wasn't even born yet. I was born in 79. But these three uh, under the age of five and my mom and dad drove through Mexico to Belize, Central America to start their mission uh, career uh, to the people of Belize. What a life. What a legacy. And that's the legacy that I live by. That's, that's the reason I'm the man that I am. That's the, that's the person that I follow. And uh, that's the, 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 the life that I look up to is my dad. My dad always had something to say. And, and sometimes they were dumb dad jokes. You know, those kind of jokes where it's like not the right time, not the right place. And he even had one come to my mind when we were climbing the hill because we were carrying... Uh, 
you know, this, this box representing my dad and, and uh, a headstone. My, my nephews were carrying a headstone up this hill in the rain. And, and I was thinking about this joke that my dad about a, a, a coffin that needed cough syrup to stop it from rolling down the hill. It's a bad joke. Never mind. <laughs> Terrible joke. But that was my dad's joke. And so my dad was full of dumb jokes, but also deep thoughts. He was full of deep thoughts and he would say things like, Trevor, keep going higher and, and uh, always look up. And uh, Trevor, the fruit is on the end of the limb. He would say things like, we need a relational movement. And every time he would say that, my brothers and I would joke behind his back or in a text like, what is a relational movement anyways, dad? What are you talking about? But he would say these kind of things. And he always had something to say that had deep spiritual meaning and deep significance. One of the most recent messages he sent to my oldest brother was about roads. And he sent this in kind of a text. And, and you know, my dad didn't know how to use texts for what they are. You know, a hundred and something characters. He turned them into books, right? So he would write these long texts. And, and one that my brother shared with all of us boys, my brothers and I, um, was about roads. And he talked about the low road, the middle road, and the high road. And maybe you know a little bit about the low and the middle road. I don't know. Maybe you've heard this before. But the low road is the road that you take when someone does you wrong. And then what do you do? When they do you wrong, uh, you do even worse than they do to you. When they do you wrong, you, you say, you know what? That was bad what you did to me, so I'm going to do you even worse. That's, that's the low road of life, right? And then, uh, oh, so, so you want to know what the low road like an example is? This, this last uh, week we were coming back from Belize and uh, on our way back I was on a, on a flight with uh, a couple of people there and uh, one of the, the, the husband there did not have earphones and he did not have the full song. He had a ringtone to Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats song. If you don't know what that song is, let me just tell you what the chorus says. I took a, uh, I dug my key into the side of his pretty little souped up four-wheel drive. I carved my name into his leather seats. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. I slashed a hole in all four tires. Maybe next time he will think before he cheats. This is like a dude in his mid-50s from Brooklyn, New York, playing this, and literally he played this ringtone. It wasn't the song, just that chorus. Literally, um, at least a hundred times, like while I'm, I'm, I'm flying next to him and I'm like, man, this guy, I, I feel bad for whoever's on the other end of that ringtone or on the other end of that song, whoever it is. But that's the, that's the example of the low road, isn't it? That's the road where it's like, man, you did me wrong, but I'm going to do you even more wrong. According to the gospel, according to Carrie Underwood, the middle road, right? The middle road. That's the road where it's like, I'm not going to do you worse. But I'm definitely not going to do you any favors. You, you did this to me, I'm going to do this back to you. I'm going to, I'm going to get even with you, right? Because this is what you deserve. That's, that's the middle road. I don't get mad, I just get even, right? You've heard that before. That's the middle road. And then there's the, the high road. This is the one that my dad is wanting us to, to talk about today and, and what I want to share with you today. The high road is that even if they treat you bad, you don't return it. Instead, when, when they treat you bad, instead, what do you do? You, you turn back on them with love. Because that's what Jesus did. You see, Jesus, he came as a, a baby, innocent, sinless, and ultimately the sacrifice for our sins. He came as a lowly child. And yet, as a lowly child, he took the high road. Innocent, sinless, a sacrifice 
for me, guilty, sinful, and selfish. That's who Jesus was. He took the high road. See, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had this, this quote that, that we've repeated, and it's way outlived his life. It's, it's this, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Let's talk about that for just a second. You got darkness. You, if you want to get rid of darkness, you can't add more darkness to it. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that, even when it's the smallest of a flicker of a candle. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And then the, the, uh, Dr. King says, but hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. You see what he was talking about? He was talking about the high road. He was saying, if you're thinking that the middle road or the low road is going to help you in any way, you're wrong. The only way to overcome evil is to overcome evil with, with good. You see, Jesus is the light of the world that drives out darkness. Jesus is the love of the world that drives out hate. And when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said in John chapter 8, he says this, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life. That's what Jesus said. You know what, you know what the context of John chapter 8 is, the first 11 verses of John chapter 8 is? It's this woman that was caught in sin. She was caught in, in, in a, a, a public sin. I mean, they made it public. It was a private sin, but they made it public. Jesus is there in the open square, and, and maybe he's teaching some people, interacting with some people, because everywhere Jesus goes, he draws a crowd. Well, some people show up. They drag this woman to, before Jesus, and they're holding rocks in their hand, and they say, Jesus, this woman was caught in a sin. She committed adultery. I'm thinking to myself what maybe Jesus was thinking. Well, it takes two to make this happen. Where's the other guy? Where's, where's the person? But they only brought her, right? He, they're holding their rocks and they're like, the law of Moses says we stone this woman. What do you say? You know what Jesus does? He stops. He slows. He kneels. I, th I think he kind of humbles himself. He takes himself the position of a servant and he begins to write on the ground and scripture doesn't say what he writes on the ground. There's all kinds of commentators and theologians that say what he was writing we don't know but then as he slowly comes back up they're ready they they're, they're prepared they're caught they're ready to kill this lady for her sin and also to make a spectacle out of what jesus caused you know what jesus says he says he who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her says one by one, John chapter 8, one by one, they drop their stones, they drop their rocks, they walk away. The story doesn't end there. John chapter 8, woman, Jesus encounters the woman, says, woman, where are your accusers? And Jesus, she says, nowhere, sir. And Jesus says, then neither do I condemn you. He doesn't leave her there, though. He says, go and leave your life of sin. Don't stay in your sin. Don't, don't live like this anymore. If, if you were caught in a, a sin, no matter what it was, leave it. Change your life. Turn from that way and come and follow me. And then he says, I, John chapter 8, verse 12, the verse that I just put on the screen, I am the light of the world. 
Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's, that's what Jesus is. That's who Jesus is. In, in his first ever recorded sermon, Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 5. He says, you are the light of the world. He's talking to a, a, a group of followers. He says, you are the light of the world. The town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and they put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So in John 8, he says, I'm the light of the world. In Matthew 5, he says, you are the light of the world. And so I have one more picture. I had a couple of pictures in Belize. I want to show you one more picture. This is the night before the memorial service. Let's put that up there. This is right across from where we stayed the night before we laid my dad's ashes to rest there. And, and um, this is the, the sea and, and just a beautiful starry night. No filter. Just my, wife is, my, my wife's iPhone camera. Isn't that the most amazing, beautiful, brightest star you've ever seen in your life? Things unbelievable. The only thing is, is that's not a star. <laughs> it's not a star. You know what that is? It's the moon. It's the moon. Trevor, what's the point? The point is, the moon in and of itself, it's just a rock. It has no light source. It can't glow on its own. But if it's lined up just right with the sun, you have nights like this. You have nights where you're like, man, is that a star? That thing is bright. That thing is beautiful. And the glory of God's creation is revealed because it's reflecting off of the sun. What's my point? My point is, just like the moon, with no light on its own, we, the creation of God, when we're lined up just right with the sun, not the S-U-N, but the sun, the S-O-N, when we are lined up just right, we can become a glorious, beautiful creation for all to see. When we're lined up just right, when we're taking the high road, when we're living the light of the world like this, like all of a sudden people are like, wow, look at her. Wow, look at him. Look at the example that this person is of a reflection of God. So my question for you today is, is are you ready to line up just right with Jesus? Are you ready to be a light bearer of the Son of God? Are you ready to carry forth the light of the world in the way that Jesus calls us to? I'm going to ask you to stand this morning. Everybody stand. Maybe today it's your first time in church. I've met people recently that that this is their first ever christmas service last night we had people that was their first ever christmas service and that's awesome maybe today is your first ever christmas service maybe you're hearing stuff that you've never heard before maybe you don't know what it means to be in a relationship with jesus and you're thinking well i've got to go to these classes and i got to read this much of the book and i got to go through all these things and then i can be saved no 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 and no none of that salvation is by grace 
through faith. It's, it's our faith in the Son of the living God. It's our faith in Jesus, and it's by the grace of God because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It's that salvation that can here and now set us free, make us right, and line us up with the Son of God. Amen? And if today you never knew him or today you don't know him and today you want to be a light bearer and you want to carry that light, I'm going to, in just a few moments, I'm going to count to three and in just a few moments, I'm going to ask you to be bold enough to step out of your seat, to come down the aisle and make your way forward and start this candlelight service that we're going to have together. Maybe for some in the room, it's not that. Maybe you've known him, but it's a, it's a head knowledge. It's a head knowledge, and it's always been a head knowledge because it was always your parents' faith or your grandparents' faith. And today, you're like, you know what? It's no longer my grandparents' faith. This is my faith. I, I'm going to have a heart knowledge. I'm going to know him. It's, it's this like kenosis, this, this deeper knowing, not just head but heart. I'm going to know him. Today can be the day that you just begin that relationship with him. That may be you or, or it's someone else that has walked away. Maybe you've found yourself caught up in sin. Maybe like the woman in, in, in caught in adultery or whatever it is, big or little, whatever it is. And today you're like, today I'm going to repent. Today I'm going to turn from those ways. I'm going to follow Jesus. If any of those describe who you are, then when I count to three, actually I'll pray and then I'm going to count to three and then I'm just going to ask you to, to come forward and help me start this candlelight service and then you will then carry the light we'll pray together and then you'll carry the light to everyone else in the room would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me dear heavenly father i thank you for what you're doing in hearts and lives i thank you for this service i thank you for the people in the room and those online that you're speaking to that you're working in that you're doing uh uh uh, a work that maybe some have, are like, I've never felt this way before. That's the Holy Spirit working inside of you, calling you. He's not forcing you. He's a gentleman. He's, he's offering, and he, it's your choice whether or not you're going to receive, whether you're going to come. The scripture says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I'll come in and I'll eat with him and he with me. I'll, in other words, I'll be in fellowship with him. If today is that day for you, then... I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Sometimes we call it the prayer of salvation. This moment where you just surrender your life to Jesus. And it goes like this, and I'm going to pray it out loud, but you can just pray it right where you are in your heart. As I pray this, it goes like this. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me, for my sin. I know that I've sinned. I know that I've made mistakes. I've, I've messed up. I've wronged people. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me. Come into my life. Make me brand new. Today, I want to line up just right with you. Today, I declare you my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for dying for me because you died for me. Today, I choose to live for you. If you made that prayer, whether it was for the first time or the 51st time, if you made that decision today, I'm going to ask you to help me bear this light. I've got my candle, it's lit, and I'm going to ask you to step from wherever you're sitting, even if it's in the very back row, I'm going to ask you to make your way to the front and help me start this candlelight service. If that's you, on the count of three, 
One, two, three. Come on, let's go. If that's you today, come on, right where you're at. Move people out of the way. Let me light yours, my man. Thank you. Praise God. If that's you, come on. If that's you, come on. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wonder if somebody else is doing it. Don't wonder what anybody else is thinking. Even if you're in the very back, come on. Help me carry this light to the rest of the room. Help me to bear the light of Jesus. Amen. And as you do, then turn and light those that are around you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Come on. Praise God. takes as the as the lights continue to pass through as the lights continue to be spread through the room let me just say a prayer and then we're going to sing together heavenly father again i say thank you i thank you for this room i thank you for the uh the sacred moment that you've given us just to to think about where we are in relationship with you God, as we sing, as we worship, as we pray, God, I pray that our hearts would draw close to you and that we would line up just right. We love you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain standing and let's continue to sing as we do this candlelight service together.
an amazing service. Am I right? While everybody's still standing, I would love to just recognize Stephanie Santos, um, our worship team, our production team for putting this uh, this entire presentation together. So if we can, I know you got your candles in your hands, but if we can, give them a round of applause. Everybody, you can put your candles out and you may be seated. Um, as Pastor Trevor mentioned in the beginning of this service, if you made a decision today or if this is your first time here at Renew Church, we would love to meet you. We would love to be able to connect with you. So Pastor Trevor is going to be in the, uh, in the connections room. As soon as you come out these double doors, you'll see another set of double doors that is open. Please just join us in there. Um, we just want to get to know you. We just want to be able to connect with you, take these next steps with you. So um, like he said, it's just going to be two, uh, just a couple of minutes just to get to know you so that we can walk with you. On the same token, if you made a decision to follow Christ today, amen to that. Praise God. Yeah, no, let's give it up for everybody who made a decision for Christ. But the next step would be baptism. And we are having baptisms here on January 8th. What a better way to start the new year than by just participating in a baptism, viewing a baptism. Absolutely. So if you have any questions on that, please feel free to ask Pastor Trevor. Ask any of the staff um, here at Renew Church. We'll be able to explain it to you, walk with you do, uh, during that next step. But don't hesitate on that if that is a decision that you would like to make. That's also very fitting for our next sermon series, which we want to let you know about. So coming in January, we have a brand new series, and it's called Where Are You? We're going to be asking you, where are you in your walk with Christ? Are you an infant? Are you a child? Are you a young adult? Or maybe you're in that maturity stage. But wherever you are, we all know we go through different seasons and, and different phases in our life. But we want to walk with you during that time. And that will be part of this new series. So if you can just please watch this video. catchy beat to that uh to that video right there but no that's gonna be an amazing sermon series um but real quick question how many in here like to watch tv yeah no i i, I would have expected to see more hands but how many of you would like a brand new 65 inch smart tv for free i mean come on for free guys let's go well, as you were walking in, you might have seen there's in a box, there's a 65-inch smart TV. It's a beautiful thing. I don't know if I'm going to be uh, eligible to enter this raffle, but, you know, you never know. You might get blessed. But 
if you would like, we are giving that TV away on January 8th. Now, it's very simple to enter. You come to church. So we have three weeks, obviously, leading up to January 8th. Every time you come in, you enter your name into the raffle. You come three times, that's three entries. That's three chances to win. Obviously, come on the 8th so that we can give away this TV. So best of luck to all of you. But join us so you can enter into this raffle. All right, everyone. So it's not quite over yet. Now, right after you get dismissed this morning, you're going to want to go through the double doors and you're going to want to hang a left into our breezeway. We have what we're calling Renew's Winter Wonderland. What does that mean? We have some special characters. That means Santa Claus. Maybe some others will be making an, an appearance there. We will also be having cocoa and cookies. And are you ready? Snow in Miami. I know. It's shocking, but it's going to happen, folks. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. So please make your way through the double doors, hang a left into our breezeway, and enjoy Renew's Winter Wonderland. And last but not least, if you would like to give to Renew Church, there are three ways in which you can do so. But really quick, if you are new to Renew Church, if this is your first time here, please don't feel obligated to give. All we want from you is we just want to be able to connect with you just to get to know you so we can walk with you during this journey with Christ. However, if you would like to give to Renew Church, there are three ways in which you can do so. The first is in person using the envelopes located on the seat backs. Um, put whatever you would like in. You can drop it off in the buckets on the way out. Second is by going online to www.renew.miami slash giving. And the third way is to text GIVE to 786-565-1165. Would you guys pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this blessing of this presentation. Lord, we thank you for, for just this reminder of the ultimate gift that you have given to all of us, which, are, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for blessings over everybody in this room. Father, I, I, pray, uh, for the, uh, I pray over the offering. Father, I pray that it's used to just advance your kingdom. Um, and Lord, I just pray for just some calmness and some peace in our lives as we move forward into this week of this uh, glorious holiday. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. It has been truly an amazing service. We want to thank you for coming out. And from our Renew family to yours, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You're dismissed.